following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, and Bill Jones. And it's a fabulous Friday inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios here at the Star in Frisco, Texas, as we get you ready for the Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams. It is a busy Friday morning. Right, Mickey Spagnola? Very busy It is. Here. I was going to say that. Out in the hallway, you can just feel the energy. Yeah. Well, that's a good oh, thing. Yeah. They have the Wednesday's Child or whatever they – no, what is it? Uh, not Wednesday's Child. The guy they, they bring the, pe- the people that come in for uh, visits. Um, make a wish. Thank you. Kyle. I'm glad somebody around here knows what the heck they're talking uh, about. Anyway, that's going on, and you got tours because you know it's a home game. Everybody right. shows up. And when the guy said "and Bill Jones," we should have had that in italics, right? I am and back. Bill Jones. I am back. Welcome yeah, back, guy. sir. It's good to be back. Good See, to have you. Bill. Bill wasn't here for the you know my uh, induction. That's right. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm totally official now. Yeah. You had an induction? I, I, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like I he had was, an induction. Totally <laughs> I feel like he induced labor you had, this week. You had a reduction. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. Yeah, Everson was signing the paperwork during the show. Doing the oh, show. Really? Yeah. Yes, All right. Yes. He's Very got good. a badge, and we uh, even got him run, uh, reading All right. The, That's right. It was I'm, like I'm, a college-style no commitment ceremony. Oh, he had yeah. like yeah. Yeah. national signing day. That's dude. All right. And he's doing the reads, They stopped harassing me at the front of the building. I can just walk. I thought you were getting harassed today. (laughs) The lady just wanted to say hi to you. I thought, no, come back. You got to sign in. I'm okay. I'm okay. Also, we got some ground rules. Okay. Okay, No, what do you want? Mike Mike, uh, Francesa? Yeah. We we, We don't want any of that. Okay. You know, no silent but deadly uh, omissions. You understand what I'm Mike talking Francesa. about? Mike Francesa. Yeah. He's, what did he know, do? They, uh, they, they're, they're passing, they're passing uh, gas uh, in, <laughs> in, the, in the podcast room. We don't want that. We are not Mike Francesa did? It. Yes, he Apparently, was. yeah. Oh, wow. And he was the only one in studio, right? And he said it wasn't him. him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd have just continued to say, no, it's a drop. Right. I'm sorry. His dog wasn't in the room. <laughs> no dog in the room. So we're not having none of that. That's my only ground uh, okay. rule. Okay. All right. Official. Very good. Right, we can move on. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. I uh, had a little procedure done on Tuesday, and um, I guess I can I can go ahead and say what I had done if you yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. And my gallbladder removed on Tuesday, and uh, Bill acts I feel like, like that's just like pulling a know, tooth or something, you know? It's like boy or girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have felt like right. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's actually not that bad. Really? So yeah. In cool. fact, I have not, outside of Advil, I've been on no pain medication. See, that's old school, man. Tough guy. That's old school. Try. Yeah. Rob couldn't do that. Rob when I, I no. filled the prescription, and then it, it was like his opioid. <laughs> stronger than that right now. I'm not, right. I'm not getting on an opioid. No opioids, <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah. So, so anyway, are you, are you questionable for Sunday or what? Are you good to go? <laughs> I'm good to go. I'm yeah. good to go. All right. The Alphabet Reserve. I got I had you. an extra procedure done this morning. Do we want to know about that? scared to ask. 
I guess I won't say what. Yeah, yeah please good. don't. Yeah, I think we're, we're getting good. too deep right now. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. it's no big deal. Okay, but it was just a follow up this good. morning. There you go. Yeah, no. you're you're telling us there's no yeah. one listening. Yeah, that's right. Know. There's a tour group right outside. <laughs> the speakers do go out in the hall. That's so go right. ahead and share, Bill. That's go right. Ahead. Nah, we're good. We're yeah, good. they're waiting to hear the diagnosis right behind us. <laughs> it's all good. But it's the good, good news, folks, is Bill's, Bill's here with us. All right. So tell me what Jason Garrett said. Ah, what did he say? Sounds like. Sounds like Sean Lee may be iffy for this game. Well, that's what I was wondering as I was watching from a distance and he's not participating in practice all week. What did you think by what he said? Well, it sounded... Because he's not practicing today, he basically said. Yeah, maybe limited. We'll see. Usually Friday is his day off anyway, more of a rest day. But he's already had DMP two days in a row. Right, so... I'm trying to see how he put that. So this this is obviously a new, new development. Because we didn't even talk about this yesterday. We had no idea. Well, we? he's he's got a couple things. He's got a thigh issue and a pectoral injury that I believe he's been dealing with that, at times that for a little bit. throughout this year that hasn't prevented him from playing. So for that reason, to me, there's a little bit of optimism he can go. Veteran guy, but you'd like to get some practice in, right? That's well, got the, the pec muscle, that, that has a lot to do he with He hasn't China. practiced Wednesday or Thursday. He said he probably not doing much. Well, here's how he put it. He said he's making progress. And then he said, interpret that as you will. He won't practice today. So I interpret that as this This is highly questionable then. Are you going to interpret that, that at, uh, when the injury report comes out this afternoon, what will he be listed as for the game? Questionable. That, questionable. That, not not out. Say, but not it, out, It, it but may say DNP, DNP, DNP. So yeah. th- that, that's making, like, hopeful, but... You know the NFL is really cracking down yeah. on the teams and the injury reports. Everybody's trying to be slick. That's probably another Belichick rule. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was always very tricky. And, and there's been a lot know, of people <laughs> on the injury report this week. There a has been a lot of guys. Not for the Rams. Limited. Somebody got fined 100 Gs, right? Uh, was they, it more than that? What t- some teams the got Lions fined. got. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, on yeah. Stafford. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, eight starting limited on Wednesday. Two went to full yesterday. Uh, Heath and uh, there was one other Pollard. guy. Pollard, yeah. Pollard's and so practice. still yesterday six guys were limited. Um, so, but I, I would imagine those limited guys are good to go. Yeah, it sounded. I asked about Chris Jones because right. who's his backup at punter? It sounds like That's he's okay. Very important. We came up with a lot of scenarios yeah. on the Chris Jones. We're going to make Jeff uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Antoine Woods, is Nick, a punter? Huh? No, 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 no. I was moving on. I was moving wow. on. It's he's oh. been limited, but sounds like they're optimistic he could get back depending on how things go the next mile. couple days. But at linebacker, you know, I assume Leighton Van Der Esch is going to be ruled out today. Yeah. And if he is, wow. then then um, without Sean, you're looking at Joe Thomas and Luke Gifford, who I'm not sure how many defensive snaps he's gotten this year, but it's not many. And he would have to play a lot in this game if there's no Sean Lee. And yeah. assuming no Leighton Van Der Esch. Keep yeah. talking and I'll tell you. On Luke Gifford, how many defensive snaps? I try to chart this as the season goes along. I mean, Everson. has he played any? He, he came in maybe late he, in games? I've got him down for none. I've got yeah. him all special team yeah. snaps this season. And they like him, but you're facing a uh, Rams team that we talked about during the week that is, is starting to get back get their, their rhythm, stride. hit their stride. Yes. 
to get Todd Gurley involved, and everything kind of flows off of that. The official chart here says 0%. There you go. I gave the official chart. This is the official chart right here. (laughs) Bill's had a lot of time on his hands. That's right. 56 (laughs) special team snaps. All right. And as Jason said, (laughs) all hands on deck at linebacker now. I remember back in 87, he had to play the uh, Cardinals. That's when they were the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And they were – the offense was – God, amazing. Roy Green, Neil Lomax. Was this a real game? It was a real game. Yeah, we were coming down the stretch, and they were going for the playoffs. We sucked in 87. We didn't do much. We were not in the playoff picture. So here they come to Dallas, and we've got two outside linebackers that are backups. And we're talking about uh, Henry Marsh was a tight end. Uh, We're talking about uh, J.T. Smith was a wide receiver. Roy Green, O.J. Anderson's in the backfield. I mean, this is a great squad. I don't know how we did it, but we won that game. That was the most satisfying victory I think I've ever had. Steve Diossi is playing outside linebacker. No, he did really? Yes, he did. Steve Diossi was playing. <laughs> Jeff Rohr was the other linebacker. Oh, I remember Rohr. Yeah, yeah, well, you remember that, how amazing that is that yes. we still won that game there. <laughs> but you remember Rohr. So those, that's one of those games where, Man. you know, like, how did we do it? How did these linebackers stand up? And they played amazing football. We just kept it simple. So this, let's hope that this is one of those moments to where those linebackers can come in, keep it simple, keep the game plan to a minimum. You don't have to think too much and just let those guys just go with their athletic ability. That would be it really nice last, change. last game of the season in 1987 mm-hmm. against the St. Louis Cardinals, a 21-16 Cowboys Man, victory. Man, it was so, so, oh, so pulled satisfying. Him, pulled them to 7-8. and eight. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we we were we were that was a one game winning streak I think we had. And two of those wins were the were the replacement games. Okay, Mick, thanks a lot. It's just I wanted to point that out. All of my you said you said it was a bad season. I, <laughs> I just wanted to emphasize. Yeah, it, was it wasn't. <laughs> by the way, it wasn't the most uh, sensational defensive uh, effort in the world statistically. The the Cardinals had 422 yards of offense that day. And they didn't score any points. <laughs> They scored 16. Hey, man, 16, that was, that was bend but not break. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that def- definition. Yeah. <laughs> Al Del Greco <laughs> had three field goals for the Cardinals that day. <laughs> we held them down, baby. Roy Green. Did Roy score? Uh, I think Roy scored. Uh, seven catches, 112 yards, no touchdowns. Hey, J.T. Smith had a touchdown. That's a victory for that's a victory there you go. back then. All right. uh, with Steve Pelurek, quarterback, passing for 122 yards. See? There you we, go. we won with 122 yards passing. You're going to tell me that wasn't a satisfying victory. That is a defensive nope. effort right yeah. there. And, and with backup outside line, Diossi had never played outside linebacker since maybe junior high. And in junior high, no, in junior high is probably the biggest kid on the, on the team. No wonder they moved Randy White back to linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't go that far. We did not go that far, but definitely satisfied. How long has a Diossi been in the league with Steve and Zach Diossi? Since, it's, uh, it's going 19, back like 30 years now. Ever since 1984, right? Yeah. yeah 30, 35 years there's probably year. been yeah. a Diossi in That's the league. That's right. This son, and, and he taught his son the, the, magic, the magic position. Uh, deep snapper. A deep uh-huh. snapper. That's you right. Can, you can get a scholarship at Deep Snapper. That's you can, right. You can get a salary at Deep Snapper. You can play 17 years as a Deep Snapper mm-hmm. and not have to touch a soul. And especially LP. now with the with the new rules. Especially now with yeah. the new rule, they can't. You touch can be it. 230 pounds and be a Deep Snapper <laughs> you can, now. You can be L- my size yeah. and be a Deep yeah. Snapper. What's LP now? 15. 15. Yeah, he's made himself a lot of money. Wow. A lot of money. And who was it? The Health Strike? Was it Health Strike? Yeah, Health Strike. Yeah. How long he go? 17. 
into his 40s, I believe, right? Wow. Ellie played a long <laughs> time. Until he just couldn't run down there yeah, anymore. Yeah, bend over, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ellie, if you're listening. We don't. love it, man. But, I mean, that's a great position. You talk about it. Don't make me laugh. It hurts when <laughs> I laugh. Right. You can't. You, can't. <laughs> you know, Hellestray was dude perfect before that stuff started because uh, one, that one day. I'm impressed the, you know who dude perfect is, at, right? Out <laughs> at the ranch. They wanted to see, they wanted to see if Hellestray could snap the ball through a a car, a moving car through the window. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, and he did. Nice. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the walk, trick photography. The either. walk up there yeah. to the ranch there yeah. where, or where you guys came in, it, he was on that and he, the car drove by and boom, right wow, through the window. That's very cool. Yeah. Conver- right, convertible, so, convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. That's right. <laughs> so, Rob, did you draw the assignment to listen to Jerry on the radio this morning? I did not. That was David Hellman. But oh, Mickey okay. was trying to multitask in yeah, the press conference. I don't know right? if I did well or not. Did you hear anything of, of note? Um, what was the one I told It was at the end he said something. I don't remember. About coaching? But, well, you know what? He, they, they, they started talking a lot on – Major League Baseball. Oh, in the marijuana new agreement for dropping testing for marijuana in yeah. baseball, and even in the minor leagues. And you and knew Jerry's going to get headlines on that one. Yeah, and start. He didn't make any declarative thing. You know, the one thing he kept saying and referring to, he goes, "You know, what we do in the NFL, we try to draw attention to ourselves." And 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 he said, "So if you want to draw attention to yourself, sometimes the attention is not good, but." You know, I think he learned long a time ago from Tex that any attention is good attention, regardless if it's good or bad. Well, Jerry, and so he Jerry said, definitely made, made yeah. the best of that. And 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 he, and he basically said, you know, if we want the all that good attention, sometimes we've got to deal with the bad attention, and we can't run for it. You know, we've got to be an example for what's going on out there. So he was kind of, you know, saying, well, yeah, it's good that they're doing that, but maybe we need to set an example, kind of. Uh, hinted at that. In, in what way? Mean, meaning to continue mean Continue what? testing, yeah. Continue testing? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how is that? But, uh, but I mean, I guess you can test. I guess, you, you you know, maybe you have to back off on what the punishment is because no league punishes their players like the NFL does, if you think about it. And if you think about the NFL, the most injuries, you know, the most right. pain that you have to go through, the more collisions, all of that – you would think that they'd be more empathetic to athletes that that indulged. Yeah. So I didn't hear the whole thing. I just caught. I just caught. So those baseball it. players, they, they they have a lot of injuries they have to deal with, right? That's why they stopped the testing. Is that what they're saying? Standing around a lot. Yeah, standing around <laughs> hurt your back. Yeah, ball might hit them in the stomach. Yeah. Or something. Well, you have one opiate death, and now it's like, okay, we got to take care of this. Well, is that what the, is that what uh, I think that is that what the NFL is waiting on? Yeah. Well, I hope you not. see that's the point. Yeah. What are you waiting on? Yeah, there's right. always a drastic moment, uh, some dramatic moment that's pretty much is unnecessary, really, when with, with the information that we have at this point. You know, you got to get out of the fifties and yeah, and kind of grow up as a the, league. The other thing, because you caught part of it, apparently, I'm checking on Twitter. He was asked about certain college coaches uh, that are having that success. Yes, you know, on the subject of Jason Garrett's job security <clears throat> and guys that are being bandied about as possible options if the Cowboys go in a different direction after the season. And what do you say, Bill? So, uh, so John qu- Machota's got him uh, quoted. Jerry Jones was very complimentary of Lincoln Riley and Matt Rule on yeah. 1053 The Fan this morning. But then he pointed out, quote, college coaches have the lowest percentage rate of success. 
taking over as NFL head coaches, adding that the Cowboys went 1-15 in in Jimmy Johnson's first season. <laughs> there you go. Just uh, had to point that out. That right in there, didn't he? Wow. I wonder if Jimmy feels something in his kidney right now. <laughs> College coaches spend Sundays working. In many cases, they aren't that familiar with the NFL personnel. Now, that's a big deal. You pay a price for somebody to get up to date that hasn't spent the prior years, months or years in the NFL. And I, I think there's definitely something to be said for that. I mean, if you talk to a lot of uh, college coaches, I mean, they have no idea what's going on in the NFL because they're, that's a huge work day for college coaches. No, he's absolutely Sundays. right. I guess maybe the one advantage would be because Jimmy had this, right? You, you're familiar with them, having recruited those players at draft. Right. At draft. Right. And, the guys and coming you, out of school. But yeah, that's a great point. And when you have a bundle of draft picks like they ended up having, then the draft was very important for those first two or three well, years. I mean, there won't be another Herschel Walker. No, here absolutely to, to not. Yeah. Camp out and, and yeah. just get like 12, 15 guys. But they were kind of ahead of the game there for a couple of years with. Uh, I mean, some of those guys they were recruiting to go to Miami, so they they were kind of familiar with. And those we guys. talked about this uh, in the last couple of weeks. Who's the last head coach, the college head coach that was successful in the NFL? Did we Harbaugh? Harbaugh. I think that's who we came up with. Yeah, right? got to a Super Jim, Bowl. Jim Harbaugh. Does Pete Carroll count? Because he was he, he was a New England coach since before he was this. previous NFL. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't count Pete Carroll because of that because he had the previous a long time in the NFL. I'm trying to think. Like I mean, coach prior. Saban didn't have success and the it Miami just, Dolphins. Yeah, just yeah. you don't that, get that's to, the only reason. But he had previous name. NFL yeah. coaching. Yeah. Was it the winning yeah. season? Was it the winning season for Saban? I know it was right around 500. I can't yeah. remember something around there. And he only yeah. lasted what two, three? I, I think it was maybe just two years. Two years. Two. Yeah. And on to LSU, right? With Jason Garrett on his staff. That's correct. As a matter of fact, QB's coach. Wow. Yeah. Did yeah. I know that. You didn't know that? Yeah. I did not know that. He would, they hired him as the quarterback coach. Yeah, he was correct. there for two seasons, I should watch I think. the Belichick and, and Saban uh, on HBO. special on yeah. HBO, yeah. yeah. I heard him on it, so I need to look at it. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I think wow. I am. Yeah, I nice. Think I am. Yeah. I mean, come on, it should be. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Why are we so surprised? For all you did for those guys. All right. We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back, and we're going to dive into these Los Angeles Rams when we come back here in just a moment on Talking Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a part Participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa, open Dallas. Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to talking Cowboys. It's your turn, Everson. All right. Pitch it to me, baby. Santa at the start. Don't miss your chance to take a photo with Santa at the start of this holiday season. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys fan-themed set within Fans United at the Star in Frisco now through December 24th. For more information, just ask Bill. He knows what the heck's going on. No, no, no. For For more information (laughs) and to book your photos, visit thestarinfrisco.com slash Santa. So through Christmas Eve, a week from Tuesday. All right. Have you done your Christmas shopping, Mickey? Merry Christmas to you. It kind of dawned on me when I was walking in today. It's like we might have to push Christmas back. Yeah, man. I I never do it until like Christmas Eve. I never do it, period. Yeah. Yeah. I got a bunch of people do it for me. I'm getting texts right now from my daughters asking about (laughs) things that I'm supposed to have gotten. I just passed the text on. Yep. Kind of been laid up this week. I'm sorry. I haven't got seen my excuse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, juice, I, I would use that. that oh. bags. Yep, that's Ooh, right. I'd work that today. Especially death. since, you know, Christmas is on Wednesday. That's a work day for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a, this is an odd holiday season. There's no doubt about it. What, fewer, no, six fewer days, I think they said, or something like that? Six fewer shopping days. Oh, yeah, because, because Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving was, so was late. late. Okay, so what what needs to happen for the Cowboys to have a Merry Christmas this year? <laughs> <laughs> Think about what's going to happen between now and Christmas Day. Okay, you got a game on Sunday against the Rams, and then you got the all-important game at Philadelphia three days before Christmas. Well, without a bunch of detail, for me, I would continue with the path I was on. They need to keep things extremely simple for themselves right now. Just allow their players to play. I mean, let's just do that. I remember Tom Landry letting us do that several times. Yes, we have the flex defense, and we're all about coordination. But there were a couple of games where we just said, you know what, just let that D-line go. Just let them go through the gaps, let them, let them run their stunts, and then we'll see what happens. Because at that point, nothing was working. And if you're at the point where the Cowboys are, where nothing is working, then just let the players themselves be free and unencumbered by the mental aspect of the game. Let's just go out there and be physical without even worrying about mistakes and things of that nature. That's why, that's, to me, that's the best way for them to go because they've tried everything else. They've tried everything else and it hadn't worked. 
And the question came up to him in the press conference. Everybody knows what you do defensively. It's too simple. So yes, they said. Th- that's what somebody mm-hmm. pointed. I mm-hmm. think they said Troy Aikman said that the Cowboys do what they do on defense and they don't change things up. And his answer was, well, we are always – you know, trying to be have variety in, in what you do. But that you might have a good point there. Uh, instead of, you know, the linebackers, you know, rushing into a gap and getting in the wrong one, well, how about just standing there and read for a little while? Uh, maybe you can protect yourself better because that defensive line's not protecting you. I, I would have to say that, that along with the simplicity, more aggression. I'd, I'd blitz a lot more. Just go. We, we got nothing to lose. Right? We have nothing to lose. Because you're not, I'm not stopping be anybody, going with the right? same four rushers every time. I would come up with a, a, a variety of blitzes to put the pressure on because when it comes down to a golf and Dak, pretty much the same. Like most quarterbacks, as good as they are, they do not like pressure. Pressure changes things in their pocket. So we need to, we need to put the onus on their offense. See if you can stop us from pressuring you because we're coming – Woo, we're coming at you. Yeah, that's that's the attitude they need to have. We are coming at you. That'd be a nice. Hey, that's a nice T-shirt. We're coming, at you. <laughs> coming at you. We're coming at you. Yeah. And golf is a little different than the guys that they've had trouble with the last couple weeks because he's not as mobile. He's more of a stationary guy. If they can knock him off their off his spot, they've got an opportunity to you know tee off a little bit. Maybe that helps everything else. But they haven't. I agree with you guys. They got to let loose. They got to play free. They got to do all those things, but they got to maintain some level of discipline in terms of tackling and those. That that's been the biggest thing. It's not just some of the runs they've given up or the catches they've been given up. It's it's the yards per catch. A lot of open field tackles that haven't been made. This is a bad team to face if you're having those types of issues. Because Todd Gurley is just oh. another. He's just another Minnesota Viking running back. Uh, what's the the young kid from, from Florida State? Dalvin Cook. He's yeah. Another Cook. Yep. He's just another Cook. The guy can. He's low to the ground. <laughs> yep. He's going to hit those gaps, and <laughs> no arm tackling is going to bring him down. Not so, not one. So let me throw this out because this this came up, I think, during the off season, after uh, the Cowboys lost to the Rams about how they get to the line of scrimmage early and take advantage of the 15 seconds you have in the quarterback communication helmet with the head coach. Because it cuts off at 15, Because it right? cuts off at yeah. 15. It starts at 40. Uh, and how McVay will stay get them early, see what the defense is doing, and then sort of like they do in college and keep changing the signal and yeah, the defense see still has what to, the defense is they doing. They have to commit right. to what they're doing. Because you already have the personnel <laughs> out mm-hmm. there. So, Especially if you're going is, no huddle. Is, and they're going that's, no huddle. That, that's, right. So is that real? Your, I mean, can that really can. help and confuse a defense? Well, if nothing else, it, it, it keeps you almost in panic mode. Because you, you can't be as poised when you're doing something that you're not accustomed to. We're reacting to something that we're really not accustomed to yet. We don't have the time to sit back. Okay, guys, what's the call? Now you've got the middle linebacker himself. He's going to have to make the call on his own if he's not sharp enough to get it uh, from the sidelines. Or so fast enough, call. right, yes. before yeah. his before his. Off. That's right. So here, you, 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 we work with signals, though, back then. Right. So if you got the signal, great. But otherwise – we would just throw a, a basic signal out there. So it limits the, the amount of – it limits the defenses that you can play. We, on, on second down and long, and then we're thinking a certain way, okay? But we've, we've, we're also bringing in certain personnel. They, they have second and long, 
uh, but they're rushing it. Okay, we got the no huddle. Now, you know, we're not quite sure what personnel we should have in, so we play it safe. So it limits what you can do from your game plan. All of a sudden now you're playing your basic defense, and that's what the offense wants. They want to rush up there, catch you in a basic defense without your specialized defense, and now I'm, I'm offensively I'm the one that has taken control of the game. And if their basic offense is three wide receivers all the time, it sort of goes back to what we were talking about when you said when you played in the Super Bowl against mm-hmm. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You basically played a different defense. You as only had base one D lineman. That's right? correct. Because of the, the, the pass-happy formation, because of the no huddle, we kept in. We were, Our basic defense for that particular game was for just one defensive lineman, the rest linebackers and DBs. But the thing about them, and we saw it in the playoff game last year, is they don't necessarily run a ton of different stuff. It's just all that window dressing pre-snap. And then ultimately, you're not seeing a ton of – well, they, they do a lot of different things in terms of getting their receivers involved, sweeps, things like that. But if they're running the ball, that's their bread and butter. And that's when they're able to play off of that. Chris Richard spoke about that yesterday, how then that's when they bring in the boots and the mm-hmm. waggles and all those things. It's all predicated off of what they do with Todd Gurley. And that's why it's it was kind of a shock ever since you spoke about this. Like, novel idea, let's get Todd Gurley involved. Right. Because he, he settles everything down for Jared Goff. And that's the concern for me in this game, is that now they've kind of found their identity again. Can the Cowboys... Can we find find hours? a way? To, yeah, to stop <laughs> the run and play, you know, fundamental discipline football in the run game and tackle well and do all those things because they're capable of it, but they just haven't done it with consistency. Now, the, and the no huddle itself, it, it stops you from putting the pressure down, down as well. Yeah. You can't really, it's hard to find, it's hard to call a blitz that hadn't already been called mm-hmm. when you're going against a no huddle offense. So it just keeps you extremely basic. So they, so basically what they do, if they go no huddle, they get to the line of scrimmage and then stand there for 10 seconds or 15 seconds. It's not like they're rushing you to play fast. It could be a they're patient no huddle. To, yeah. They're trying to change the play sort of like they do in college, right. with, with the exception of ha- not having any signs to hold up, right? And this, that's what Philly did uh, in this last game. Did win. they? They, went, they? They accelerated their, part, their, their whole pace of the game uh, just, just so that offensively they can get on track. It took them a while. Oh, my God, that was a boring game. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's right. They got it done. But as done. you said yesterday, Cowboys would take – Boring win any day of the week on Sunday. You know, you look at Jared Goff, he's got uh, this season 14 interceptions and 15 touchdown passes. Not having a banner season. But you got to look at the last three games, though. That's Mm -hmm. really where he's at right now. Last two games against Arizona was 34-7 and then 28-12 against Seattle. A game prior to that was Baltimore, and that was the blowout, 45-6. But – how about their receivers? Robert Woods, mm. Cooper Cup, Brandon mm. Cooks. I was just going to talk about Cup. Yeah. Cup's going to have a great year. I guess he should play every game over in London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had 200-plus, what, receiving yards one game? And that's just, that's just not, a, that's not an oddity for him. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. He's that guy. He's, he's like Cole Beasley personified. A little bit bigger, a little bit faster, a little bit more physical. I going to say, yeah, he's a big-bodied slot big receiver. Big-bodied slot yeah. receiver, but a guy that has the, still has the quick moves, still has the quick feet, and, and obviously has great hands. So he's, he's, he's going to be a problem. They missed him last year with the injury. I mean, that, he brings another dimension to their offense yes, they didn't does. have. They probably could have used 
well, beat the Cowboys, but in the Super Bowl, they could have used him. Mm-hmm. And Cup and Woods. Uh, Cup is 10 yards away from going over 1,000 yards, and Woods is 67 yards away from going over. You know, Cooks only has 31 catches this year. Wow. He's started 11 games, 31 catches, which which Mickey, the – the snap counter over there. Uh, maybe we can figure out how many, how much, how much they are in their nickel offense, and you're going two tight ends more. Because uh, Gerald Everett, who is hurt right now, right. has 37 catches on the year, and Tyler Higby's got 40 catches on the year. So they use two tight ends. They not only use two tight ends, they throw to two tight ends a lot. And they, and they use Higby now more mm-hmm. too. So. More 12 personnel. Yeah. You've got two backup, what maybe two backup linebackers coming in. Yeah, going against these tight ends. And, and they are really making a, a move. The tight end is really – that's part of why uh, golf is having success. He decided to start looking to the tight end, and it kind of takes a little bit of load off of him because down the seams, when you got a tight end running down the seams, that's a much bigger target than trying to go outside to these little shifty wide receivers. So if no Sean Lee at that linebacker position, well, you're talking Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas alongside mm-hmm. Jalen Smith, and then Jaylen the Sam. Smith, and I would think Gifford. And, because unless beyond they, that, I mean, it's the only other March. guy, it's Justin March, right? right? Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. We haven't stopped a tight end with our starters. Or, so, yeah. or you just stay in nickel and, and just say one of my corner, my corners or safeties has to cover the tight end. And we've seen that before. Now you're going to be right. the Now run. they'll hand it now to Gurley, and now you got one less you know, big guy close to the line of scrimmage. So, yeah. Uh, maybe just the suggestion is better score some points. <laughs> that's, a, that's a novel idea. How about idea? a novel idea, yeah. right? All right, we continue with more Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor US Essilor. See more, do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. 
Hey, Bill, you might have been out of commission, so I need to fill you in on what's going on with Jack Black. I heard yesterday. Yeah. Did you? Uh-huh. Send your holiday list packing. Free two-day shipping with your $75 purchase. Now, this is going to extend through December 20th. So you spend $75 and you use the code SHIP, they will get your package to wherever it's going in two days. So go to getjackblack.com. So through next Friday. Is that what the 20th is? Yeah, this is Friday the 13th today. Oh, hey, just don't mention that, man. Oh, way to go. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Knock on wood. Anything up over our heads? <laughs> Any black now cats I go walking the rest out of the field? Of the day worried about that because of Bill. Oh, Thank I'm you. so sorry. I'm so sorry. But anyway, through next Friday, yes. the 20th. Two day shipping. Okay. All right. It'll Very get good. there. All right. We need to break down what's going to happen on Sunday. Okay. So, what's going to happen on Sunday? Go ahead, Mick. It's going to be a football game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey's going to do a pregame hit for the fan, right? Yes, I okay. will. And uh, Jason Garrett's uh, radio. Pre-game okay. interview. You're going to grill him. I'm going to grill him here in about two hours. Yeah, we'll find out. Oh, I thought that was done live. Secrets. You thought it was yeah. done live? Yeah. Like nah. Jason has time to talk before the game. You know, I, what uh, else does he do? But you know what? <laughs> you know, I, I uh, for this game, I, I'm I'm looking forward to something, a revelation that I, that came through yesterday. You guys brought it up to me. Rest. We got rest. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. I didn't think about that because, you know, we've been grinding, coming in here, and fussing about what they're not doing and what they're supposed to be doing. And we knew about the grind of the three games when there's so many days. But that 10-day rest, that, that may be the spark that we need because what we have seen, and we talked about it, everything is just so uneventful. It may be uneventful just because the guys are tired. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's, it's almost a grind when you go through three games so, so close together. So something that I overlooked uh, until you guys brought it up yesterday, that the rest itself might be that thing that you need. You come out, all of a sudden you're looking different, you're feeling different, your attitude is different. Mentally, everything up here is more optimistic as opposed to pessimistic. I'm hoping that that's how they come out, with that same fire. And we, we, I don't know if you listened yesterday, but like that Philly fire when we came mm-hmm. out against Philadelphia, yep. really last yep. strong dominating game we had. I'm hoping we come out with that, with that attitude. You know, the other thing that would certainly help them if uh, AT&T Stadium turned into the Superdome and they would have hard time hearing when the, the in the quarterback's communication helmet. You need to get off to a good start. Get off to a good start right. and that can yep. happen. But, you, but you're going to they're gonna have to drag them in yeah. because mm-hmm. I want to see Goff going like this over his ear hole, right? And, and so he can he's having trouble hearing. If you want to change it at the line of scrimmage, go ahead, big mm-hmm. boy. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but I don't have a lot of faith in that happening. Come on, man. You I'm were going sorry. good. You were going well. I just yeah, don't man. have you faith. Just well the left <laughs> turn. I, 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 there's going to be a lot of Rams fans in, <laughs> well, in those You don't stands. have a lot of faith, but, and, and Cowboys fans don't That's have a lot I'm of saying. faith yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. So you better I pull do. them in. You got to do. do something to pull them in. You got to drag them along. This kind so, of so you're saying close the roof. Yeah, close right. The roof. Absolutely. Close, that's the first thing you do. They I mean, need... you know what? That's the, back in the day. I used to remember. I was always shocked on how quiet the noon games were at Texas Stadium. 
it was like, did these people just get out of church? And mm-hmm. you know, we're not in church anymore, mm-hmm. right? But if they played well, all of a sudden, oh, the place turned on, right? This is not the Texas Stadium Cowboy fans. Yeah, these, this, this is, is a, a different this crowd. This is a totally than, different crowd. Than, than yeah. That. yeah, well, yeah. they need to participate. They need they, do. they need some type of big spark plays. We talked about this during the week. Defensively, think about the one game they really played complimentary football, Philly, short fields. Something that's from the defense that sparked the entire team. That's what they. So need. who's going to make that play? D Law, baby. I, that's my pick. D Law, D Law too. Yeah, we got I three D Law. I want a sack fumble that Jeff Heath picks it up and returns for a touchdown. <laughs> with one arm because his yeah. other, <laughs> yeah. yeah. other labrum is bad. Yeah. All right, so that's what we're going with. That's what, what I'm going, going with. D Law is our pick to click. There you go. Just get okay. these we gotta, people <laughs> engaged and okay. make some and noise. D Law will do it on defense. That's right. how it's going to happen. Here okay. we go. We and got then, so we got a winner. <laughs> we got a winner. I didn't say that. I said that. I <laughs> okay. said that. Yes, I said. I picked them week after week. Maybe if I, maybe I'm jinxing them. Maybe if I no. go with the Rams, it'll turn around for them. I and wish I could. I will say that you, when, whenever you count out a team completely and everybody's picking against the Cowboys, it usually goes a different way. So we'll see. They they don't need to win this game to win the division. And I can't believe people were talking about that because <laughs> that God, you need a win badly <laughs> Sunday. More so just, just than for your from, confidence level. Yeah, more so from number standpoint, confidence and momentum going into Philadelphia. Have some confidence that you can go to Philadelphia and win. You know what? It's the twelve days of Christmas starting tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> he goes December fourteenth tomorrow. Back. It's twelve days of Christmas. Bill's Christmas back. starts tomorrow for the Cowboys, and it's going to be a merry Christmas around. So here. on the eleventh day win of their Christmas, next two games. Right? That's exactly right. So there you go. All right, you heard it here first, right yes. here on Talking Cowboys, and we'll talk at you on Monday after a win Bill over Jones. the Rams His on name Sunday. Is Bill Jones. <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!